Going very slow. It says we're live. Okay. Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Explosion Season 3. We're on our next episode today or this evening. I've been joined by the lovely Philip Jordan. Hello, mate. You all right? <laughs> uh, so, owner of, you've got quite a few different businesses, haven't you? That's right. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I know you via the bid. Yeah. Uh, those businesses in Cheltenham are Coco, a cocktail bar, Under the Prom, the nightclub, uh, and Moves and Shakers, a cocktail, uh, like a, a wedding. Uh, bar and mobile bar events company and uh, there are some other businesses in in um property and consultancy as well but i suppose those are the main ones that you and i know of for, for each other yeah definitely and um first of all thanks for coming on tonight so um we're going to talk about having an open mindset the benefits of that uh, and like you said obviously i met you through being on the bid really um and I've probably learned more since following you on Facebook, Philip, to be honest, so, during lockdown. It's funny that, because I guess we're focused on, uh, not really focused on each other, and you know, we're having a big meeting, but um, you no, know, the, no. the, the wonderful things that go out in and around Cheltenham. So it, it caught my eye, because obviously you're, you're in the hospitality sector, and everyone's been knocked. We were talking about it really quick, just before we come on air. Um, and it caught me eye on some of the stuff that you're doing. And I just felt, oh, this guy ain't gonna, this guy is not gonna be beat by this. And and as again, like listening to you just now, is like it seems like your priority has has been not so much yourself, but as much the people that you have working for you and some of your business partners as well. And you've kind of just it was almost like, you know, I will find a way somehow to kind of get through this. And and I I I feel personally on all the stuff that I've done over the years, having that open mindset, it can open the door to, you know, so many things. So, yes. Um, yeah. So kind of, if we can go back to when that news first happened um, okay. and talk a little bit about, and I expect most people are going to relate to it. So what, what was kind of going through your head? Um, yeah. Well, you know, during this time, my, um, mindset has changed a lot you know i think for a lot of businesses not just hospitality i think every business no one really knew what was happening um whatever your polit political affiliation uh, whether you believe um boris and team have, have done right or wrong i think whatever party was there would be in a very difficult situation and they would be taking advice from lots of people and i think the advice they'll be taking won't actually be their decision so they're having to act on you know, government you know, advice from different bodies, particularly uh, in the medical areas. Um, and, and, you know, they're making decisions. And I think to save lives is really important. And, and now we're at this crossroads where um, saving lives is still very important. But the effects of businesses not being able to operate, how that affect people mentally, um, how it affect the, the economy, uh, and, and obviously those secondary effects might have a bigger implication to pick losses of lives and people's quality of life than say if lots of people catch the virus. Um, from my perspective with um, regards to businesses, yeah, it's been really tough. I know a, a lot of um, businesses in hospitality, particularly independents have really felt the pinch. Um, we, I think that we do feel at times we haven't been supported enough, but you know, how much support can you give? How do you know what to do? I don't think until they know exactly what's ha happening or what path we're going down, what trajectory how much they can give and whether tranches of grants and things like that will help you know there are 
with what they did with the initial furlough system and grants and things like that were fantastic giving a uh, quick uh, access to to um the bounce back loans and things like that for businesses if used in the right way was a fantastic thing um and obviously we've used that money to you know to manage our creditors we've paid all our you know our rent up until december um and we you know we've had to pivot our business and obviously for a quite a quite some time we weren't able to open uh we then the you know the, the legislative changes meant that we could operate for parties of 30 people with restrictions in place and that really worked for us in august and september and um, we had lots of um birthday parties um wedding receptions uh, gender reveal parties for, for mothers and fathers um bar mitzvah of, of all things and um they worked really really well um actually august and september were great for us um and then we had 38 bookings in place for october and you know, overnight with the decision that, that was made for the 10 p.m. curfew, we lost all of those bookings in three days. Now, it was incredibly frustrating, the amount of time taken to get those bookings, um, you know, the time invested to speak to people, bring people to the venue, show them what we can do, manage uh, their expectations with catering if we wanted to work with a caterer to provide something for that particular party, specialised menus, um, specialised drinks, training for the team. You know all things that take a lot of time uh, and then overnight they were you know redundant essentially um that, that you know october would have been very very healthy uh, and then overnight october wasn't um when that annou announcement came out on the monday um it was actually the day before i was due to have some surgery so i was apprehensive about the situation anyway because i knew i wasn't going to be able to work in a normal way um and that that monday i was, was quite angry tuesday i shed a few tears um, and then the Wednesday, you know, I was like, well, what am I going to do? What are we going to do as, um, you know, uh, with my business partner, people that I work with? I've got responsibility here to try and be the best that I can, find a solution to this current situation. If you focus, I think, on what you can't do, you're always going to get frustrated. You know, you're never going to get anywhere. But if you can focus what you can do uh, and, you know, try and pivot your business, pivot your strategy to fit with that, you know, we, we've, we've got some events that are coming up at, uh, under the prom, which is, has always been a nightclub, uh, has always been, you know, famously the latest place to stay open with a 6 a.m. license. And we've had to change what we're doing. We've got book it, um, events that start next week uh, that include a, um, a themed afternoon afternoon tea concept that is has uh, which is called down the rabbit hole um that is inspired by um i was gonna say mary poppins there but it's not mary and it's that yeah. theme right? and it's yeah. we put something together with a catering company that we've worked with closely and um, we're really excited about it the interest has been incredible we're already 70 percent sold after starting to release tickets on friday for the saturday Next week and Sunday is about 25% at present. So really excited about that, really excited to launch different things. So we'll start with that. Then the, the following weekend, we'll do more than one session because we're only doing one session on each day on Saturday and Sunday. The following week after that, we've got a week long party for our, our first business that my business partner, I Ross got, uh, and it, it would actually be their 10th anniversary for Coco. So like most women did no disrespectfully intended have a, a birthday week we, we are going to have a birthday week for her as well um, and that basically allows us to cater for everyone that you would usually come it's only a 100 capacity bar last year over 400 people came in one night so our intention is to do sessions for people to be able to come uh, and enjoy drinks 
for us to spend some time with them, see people that we haven't seen regularly, people that, you know, championed and supported us for years. Um, is that what we would normally do? No, it's not. You know, um, have we had to change the way that the venue is? How are we going to have to, you know, work on with the team about how we're going to do that service? Have we had to invest heavily on our risk assessment and things like that? Of course. But we, you know, what, what choice do we have? So after that, November, we're looking at two other um, concepts that we're putting together. So I'm quite confident that on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays, we'll now have three or four different sessions where we'll be able to fill the venue with different types of events. Yes, it will be more labor intensive. You know, we're going to have a lot more team members on that will be able to facilitate table service where usually it's just bar service. But that's just the way it is. Every business is experiencing that. So we've just got to change the model slightly and the packages we'll put together will hopefully add value for, for, the, for the guests uh, and it will make, make it viable for us to operate as a business. So, you know, it, you know, Christ, you know, I've had little wobbles over this time. I've been supported a lot by my friends, my family, my, my girlfriend and, and, and so on. But, you know, what I think if you sit on your pity body, and I think that's a term that I've, I've started to come across when I started to get involved with property investment, and you moan about the situation, you're not going to get anywhere. You know, and I did have a couple of, during lockdown, there was a couple of days where I was like, I all day I was in a funk and I'd go for a run and come back. I still wasn't quite right. I'd meditate a little bit and still wasn't right. But you just I'd formulate a plan, try and keep yourself clear in your mind, try and think about the end goal. And, and as I say, if you try and think about what you can't, can't do, you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, so it's just trying to focus on what we can do, you know, and I think everyone's in the same boat. Um, I've been incredibly impressed with what, you know, what in, in such a difficult time, what this situation has cultivated. Um, I'm in, involved with a group called Turf. Turf is all the independent bars and restaurants in town. I've never, ever seen the collectiveness and cohesion between the these bars and restaurants like I have now. People sharing team members, people sharing PPE, people sharing um, cooking equipment. Um, when people are fully booked, contacting other people that aren't booked being able to pass them on to, to other other people so there has been a real collectiveness and and, and a, a real family feel to what has been created with turf um, i'm really proud to be part of that um you know and i'm hoping that this will continue and be able to grow and and i think because we're now we you know we're, we're we're a collective group we've been able to our voice has grown uh, you know, we had um, Pac, who, who is the owner of uh, Bar and Walk. He kindly arranged for us to meet with at his, his restaurant with, with some local MPs. And we were able to voice our opinions on what, what we think the hospitality industry needs. You know, do we need support from the insurers? Absolutely, we do. Do we, you know, but do the government will have to push that? Do, you know, do the, the changes to the furlough system help? Well, it's great that there's something there don't get me wrong i'm not not being ungrateful but realistically looking at what any normal business person would do with their business the new furlough system i think it isn't going to encourage people to keep people because yeah. it there's, there's that cost there um the other ways that you know that people highlighted um things you know with 10 p.m curfew now some restaurants uh, and some venues have you know it hasn't been so, so much of a hit for them you know and they've adapted you know matt who owns uh bar padron he's been very clever with the way that he's now scheduled his times for people to come in uh, and you know people are limited to shorter amounts of time than they usually would but i think the customer base is is understanding of that you know but i've been really impressed with how many people have a similar mindset on this uh, these independent business owners 
Um, they're so positive. They won't really want to help. Um, there's a lot of people that I think are, are far more talented than me in terms of their experience, their knowledge. Um, uh, when we were at this meeting uh, with um, the politicians on Friday, Ed, who owns the railway, um, the Strand and oh, uh, the Vine, uh, his knowledge of you know everything that's happening with, with uh, COVID and all the restrictions was unparalleled he just he was like he was like an, an encyclopedia britannica um and i was like the fisher price version <laughs> so, but he was, uh, he was he was really impressive but you know there's some really great characters on there that have all that all got that same mentality um david orm as well he's, he's he's very much like that he's such an analytical mind um lynn who is at the heart of everything we do with social media and she she is the owner of the cleave hotel but actually it's it's i think like you were talking about mindset here and how to keep yourself level. I think having not being on your own and having this group that is just constantly, okay, picking you up, picking you up, picking each other up, trying to be as positive as possible, informing each other um, is, is such a good thing. Um, and I think that's, that's certainly helped me. I like to think of myself as a very positive person, but we all have moments, don't we? You know, I'm sure that, you know, with your business and how you've had to pivot and you've pivoted really impressively. I'm sure there are times that you've, you know, you've got your head in your hands and you're, you're upset about it and you want to, you know, you want to point fingers and you want to, you know, express blame. And, but where does that get you? It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't get you anywhere. No, no. And, and you said it at the beginning, well, it's cut the things loads from that, really, because I think the key is there. It's okay to have that day where you just think, oh, what the hell is going on? Um, and it, I, I think if we can vent out some way and it's safe, and you exhaust that part of your brain. I don't know if you've read the chimp paradox, but it, I say it's exhausted. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's exhausted mm -hmm. out. Now I can start asking the right questions, which is obviously what you did as in, right. How do I make this work? Yeah. And focusing. And, and it is all about that. I feel that you, when you ask the right questions of us, well, whatever you ask, you're going to get. So we might as well ask, how am I going to sort this out? How am I going to look after staff? How am I going to, you know, improve the situation? I'm a nightclub. That means I can't, and I can't open at nights. Well, we're going to be a day club. So you know, I think that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, and I, and I love the, I love the turf concept. Mm. Collaborations just work so well. And it's like, you've got this team now, superpower. So, but you've all, if you were all the same, it'd probably work, but it's, it's good that you have got those different, it's like a Justice League for yeah, <laughs> yeah, hospitality, yeah, really. Yeah, and it yeah. is because it all comes together. And, uh, and I think it, it can only be good for the town. But And it's, it's good for people. It's good for the businesses, the good people that work there, and all the clients, the customers. Because in a way, oh, my God, I, 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 I think I'd envy it. Because in, well, we're doing this with our Like, you can only make the experience for all, all of you, for customers, for the clients that come through those doors, better. And you're, and I think, isn't that a good thing? Especially coming out of this, like, because what's the first things we wanted to do was, uh, I need to get out with my friends and socialize yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. sit down and have a meal. And, and if, if there, and you can see people have worked so hard when I've been out in, around the town at working so hard to keep it clean, keep the, you know, follow the, all these new rules and yeah, track and trace. You you can really see it, and it's. Uh, do you know what I, I I quite like the fact that I wouldn't have to get from my table now. 
Yeah, do you know what? I'm lazy. <laughs> All the time, so lazy, Phil. <laughs> I like that. I love it when I used to go to the States. And was, oh, I'm not getting enough. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so hopefully it can own, you know, there, there's a lot to learn. But um, I, I think it's, I think that's a, a very positive thing. I'm When I go out, eat before COVID, I like to sit. I'm not one of these, one of the people want to stand at a bar. I'm, and I do like to be served, you know. I'm not, not because I'm being lazy or I think, uh, you know, I have a, 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 a opinion of myself that I'm more important than someone who's serving me. But I just, I like that as an experience. I don't mind paying a premium for that. Um, because you know, I think it's a great concept. And I think it could really work for a lot, lot of venues. I think what some of these venues find difficult and it's one of the things that we brought up at, uh, at the, the meeting with the, the, the local MPs was that, um, you know, the, the constant changing environment of what is and isn't acceptable in terms of how you do what you do, how you serve, how many people could be at tables, um, do they have to scan, do they have to wear masks, do they not? And it is tough. Um, but I think fortunately, uh, and I, I, I feel very fortunate that I've got, you know i've made a lot of friends and acquaintances in my time as a business owner with a bar and nightclub that everyone that's ha come to the venues has been very understanding of what we're we're going through and we haven't had people moan or complain um uh, and i've <laughs> i've been so wowed by people that have you know again essentially our, our regular client base who've always been in touch and you know just um they perk you up and anything new you're trying to do they champion it it's, it's you know that's great as well but i think it's just I think we're all in this situation. We're all in it together. And I think if we can all try and be as positive and supportive and understanding of each other, irrespective of what business you're in, you know, um, with, whether you're uh, um, a fireman, uh, you know, policeman, you, you work in a bank, whatever it is, we're all affected in some way, shape or form, you know, and I think we just have to be <coughs> patient with one another because it is something that's never happened before. But you're just staying, staying on point with your mindset. And as I say, I'm very lucky that a lot of people that I am close to, I work with, um, or my business partners uh, are, are very similar in nature. Um, you know, so if some something negative does come up or one of us can see something in someone else where they, they do seem upset or they do need a bit of support, you know, a virtual hug or whatever it is, it's important to do. I think I never used to post much on um, Facebook and Instagram um, and I've become more vocal on it. And I, because I want to try and, you know, I think by speaking out, it's like we'd, you know, be people speaking out about, they say if they've lost someone, um, you know, they've had a bereavement of some sort. I think it's much better to be open about it. There's, there's no, there's no shame in tears. There's no shame in being, you know, feeling sad about something. There's no shame in writing status about, you know, that this has happened. But this is what you're going to do to champion the situation and make it better. You know, I think that's really important. So that's why I think I've become more vocal. So I hope that that, that by being more vocal, it may be, you know, encourage encourages other people maybe to think like that too. If they do, they don't. I certainly get inspired by people that I see statuses from yourself and all sorts of people that I'm close to. Um, I haven't seen much negativity, you know, and um, and I think it's just it's it's just important to 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 be open about how you're feeling and what you're trying to do. And and you know, I've even seen people that have you know maybe not be business owners, but changing the way they work and and you know the. I think where before maybe I would have liked something. Now I'll make a real effort to to comment on what 
someone is doing you know and like well done you know what i mean and, and you know keep going and, and, and do it you know it's i think it's important to do that and just try and breed positivity yeah i like that attitude definitely um and I, i've noticed it with your with your social media as well and um and i think it, it actually funny enough i think it may it's, it's, it's even made me think some and you know yourself what you've been you know Kind of pushed out on social media because it has made me think in that that context because i always felt like you know people got to look up to me and and i guess and they do but showing it's a it's not always yay i'm not always bouncing around a room but not i don't no. want to be negative as well so yeah but balance that's it i think if you can try and be the best version of you i think i used to be i, I didn't always be used to be like this i think i remember when i Christ, I rewrite rewrite my goals every day. Everything it's the first thing I do in the morning. I always get the five where I can, you know, as much as I can do um, during the week and the weekends. I rewrite my goals every day, and I'm. I think when I was at school, I'd write my goals as in New Year's resolutions, and you know, within a week they've they've, they've, they've stopped, and then it, it nothing comes of it. And then later on, maybe I would st always start my new goals on a Sunday, and maybe let's say if it was something about I was training for a certain um i'm trying to improve my physique in some way shape or form and i'd get to wednesday and maybe i would i'd have i'd have had a really naughty day and what i would what i used to have done was be like oh well actually i could probably just i've gone off hit the rails now so i'll you know i could probably do what i want tomorrow the next day and and then i'll just wait till sunday to restart and now what i try and do is try and reframe every day or every any time that something there's a roadblock that either i need to go around go under go through go round um and try and reframe my mind you know on it. it you know it's not always immediate but i think i've got better i understand i'm more emotionally intelligent than i used to be i think this this situation has made us more emotionally re resilient you know i think it's it's quite a big thing you know and i think we, you know we're all under this pressure to to adapt uh, and i don't think you know i think in life i think the, the difficult things you experience are the things that grow your character the easier the easy times they're great you know when you're winning and the, the, that but i don't think it builds you as a person right? no it doesn't no you need to i i think um it's gonna sound a bit weird i think i've done well because I've, I've i've lost quite a few times yeah 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 i missed the hoop a few times right um yeah but still aiming for it absolutely and yeah. i i think that that's that i think to me that's critical and i think the, the things that have, have challenged me most personally are, are the things that have made me grow the most you know i, I think 2005 my, my, my dad passed away and i think I, I was a very different person before then i wasn't a bad person but i wasn't anywhere near as focused or as driven or you know i, I probably didn't make as much time to, for my family as i should have or my friends i was probably a bit flaky with, with things and now I've, it's maybe changed in a lot of ways you know and i think you the w this is a pause you know this isn't going to be forever it isn't you know and even if if even if this virus is around for for forever or a prolonged period we will find a way to to to, to overcome it you know and then something else will come you know it, it, that is just how it is life is like that um but i just think you just need to always maintain that that mindset um and that can do attitude and not trying to focus on or get upset about what you can't do because if i think in, if i'd done that there I'd have gone off the rails now. I'd, I'd be hanging somewhere, you know. And I don't mean that in a facetious way. I don't, you know, Christ. Oh, I know you mean. Yeah. That's a big thing, you know. Um, I've, I've had friends who've committed suicide, not not recently in, in my time, 
and it's terrible, you know, but I think it's very, I think be, being open, uh, being commu communicating uh, and being positive on social media like that, I think it really helps. I think it helps, you know, people look at you differently uh, and maybe get something from what you're trying to promote. And I think that, you know, that, that's, that's critical. And I think that's really, really become important to me. You know, I always quite look forward to, you know, communicating about what, what we've done as businesses, what I've done maybe personally. Um, and, and I'm always looking forward to seeing what people have done in a similar similar way for themselves or whether they work or whatever. I find it inspiring as well. Because uh, I've been seeing, you've been doing a lot with the your property stuff and I found that really inspiring because it's not something mm. I've been into. And I've, oh. so it, it, it sparked off my brain well, yeah. about another time. Um, no, I feel at the moment, it, I guess with what's happened, it, I'm, I feel like this has happened and I hope this will continue is that we realize that how much we all need each other because, you know, we need the hospitality, we need the fitness, we need the convenience store down the road and coming together is so important because if one goes, another, we, I mean, we've talked about it before, I guess, but you know, on the high street, a, a shop goes, another one goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That affects so many things. It, it doesn't just affect that one that one place it, that all you know the, the one person that might have been there or the few people that might have been in there it has a knock-on effect right yeah yeah it's a house of cards isn't it you know yeah. you, you don't want it to collapse and it's yeah. you know i think about a lot of the stuff that we try to do as, as bid board members and uh, yeah. i think you know that it hasn't always been understood by a lot of business owners but i think that they're, they're far more understanding of what we're trying to do um but you know going back to what you said about property i think my mindset changed a lot with that. I think there was a lot of personal development stuff I did with property and we started that maybe three years ago. So that I have a different business partner for uh, property. His name's Alec. Uh, I have some other business, uh, property businesses with um, four other people. So my other half, Jennifer, and then another company with three, three people I'm very close to, Tasha, Kelly and Jassy. Um, but the one we started, the first one, which is from, from our property investments, um, it was a complete shift. And, and I, I think um, I wasn't who I am now then you know yeah. I wasn't you know I think people would 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 have misgivings about how I'm they may see me in the bar but how how I was having to go to networking meetings and I wasn't good at it I was rubbish to start with you know like but it's such a critical thing I honestly I could it was embarrassing to start with when I when I started doing property networking um I I reckon the record was probably 10 toilet breaks in one one <laughs> event and I probably had eight nine coffees you know and then I was there was always biscuits and sweets there and I was constantly cramming stuff in my mouth so I wouldn't have to speak you know and uh, but you know you have to get your comfort zone don't you? and you try and have to try to adapt because if you if you ask my business partner for the bar and the club Ross I'm an absolute disaster when it comes to practical stuff I think if you ask my family that Christ my my brother-in-law who's lovely Sean um, bless him when I when I was in between uni and the summer holidays he would always take me on as like a, a laborer for his his his, his property business and he's quite a successful property developer now and uh, I was a disaster I was like I he, he was like what have you painted the walls with there I was like oh, it's white paint it's like is that that's gloss isn't it I was like I don't know is, is that not what you're meant to do he's like gloss is for the skirtings I was like Oh God! And then they're like, he's like, Philip, have you? Uh, did you remember to put all the uh, the the power packs on so everyone can use the you know the the, the drills and everything in the morning? He's like, I was like, no. Is that was that important? He's like, 
but no, no, no one could do anything for the first 45 minutes. I was a disaster, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. not one of my skills, but I just, you know, what I've developed with property is, is, you know, working my best, better skills, which is, you know, it, which has become networking, which has been meeting, uh, invest, you know, people that, that are, aren't getting good returns from their own savings and helping them, um, get much, much better uh, returns on their money. And in, and what we do with that money is then buy property, add value to it, refinance it uh, and give them the return. And if they want to have their money back, they have their money back or they go again. But um, that business has grown phenomenally. And what I, what I, what I would say, what, what I wouldn't say anymore was I thought property was always much more positive in terms of people than hospitality. And I think, and I think we, we openly have said this recently. I think a lot of the independents that are on, on turf now together before used to focus on too much the, the independent business that maybe was next to them or down the road to them. Yeah. But actually the focus should be on, on the chains. You know, the, the independent businesses, you know, we don't have the buyer power or economies of scale of these big, big chains. But what we do have, we have the ability to adapt and change more quickly you know we we're a lot more agile in that sense um, and i think before we were, on, we were almost like our own worst nightmare where we weren't um we didn't have that cohesion so we were making things more difficult for ourselves and actually now i look at it once we get through this um, and even now with how things are now i i, I think we're going to be quite a force to reckon with and i think i think so yeah you know, I yeah yeah, I would put I would put money on it definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just funny. I mean, it's not quite the same, but last year I just did a couple of collaborations. It wasn't martial arts, but it was yoga and um, um, uh, so it's, I think you know Nina actually Nina Jenkins from Rock. I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, um, Ricky, doesn't she now? Ricky and um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Paolo from Pure Lens Acupuncture. Oh my gosh, the this is one event even though it's for charity and i, I just feel a working together something like that and it's like um well, i'm not worried if someone goes down the road there you kind of you need you need that that other independent yeah because otherwise how are you gonna manage everyone if it's just you no, no. no so and and like i said before i think you can really learn a lot from each other and <clears throat> yeah mate just if everyone was Imagine they're all doing this kick-ass experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we did this and this happened, and oh, we're doing this for our experience. And you know, it does. There's no point being the same. No, no. It's it's funny you saying that because I, like Paul who Stevens, who uh, owns Acrovita and Twenty One Club. It's funny to start with our, our relationship. Well, wasn't that positive? You know, we there would you know we were on the same street and we used to used to have that same silly mindset. So if he was busy and I wasn't, it was you know, uh, there would be oh, why is that and and there'd be vice versa. And you know, normal, right? Say again. It's kind of normal to it's like that reactive brain, I guess, and we all do it. Yeah. <laughs> right on it. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. So he he was you know we we were like uh, there'd be you know there'd be silly things said, but between us to other people you know like schoolboy stuff you know yeah. ridiculous stuff uh, and then when we actually sat down and we we went through it and actually uh, you know analyzed the differences with our businesses his customer base is completely different to mine his the music they play is completely different 
and now what's happened uh, is and obviously that hasn't been able to happen since lockdown but before lockdown what we would do now is say groups that, that were older and would come in and like oh house music uh not really into that i was and well, what do you like oh, well, i'd like a bit of cheese some 80s you know before I'm a bit embarrassed. We wouldn't have said, oh, just, you know, down there. Yeah, yeah. But now it's, oh, yeah, if you just go down there, speak to Paul. And, you know, we, we got to a stage where we were, we'd, we'd agreed like a, not code word, but like kind of a deal uh, where if we suggested they go down and say to Paul, and if they spoke to over the, well, I said they come from Coco, then it, it wouldn't be like a kickback for us, but it'd be a kickback for the customer. Yeah, they get a exactly. shot drink or a double for the price of a single one. and Paul and the team at 21 Club and that's now that includes Tom Norrie uh, uh, who's great um, you know we, we've worked together on that and it's it's crazy isn't it if you, you you think if you think that way like you said about that that, that chimp mindset with, with that the chimp paradox it doesn't get you anywhere you know and you have to think more, with more clarity and more reason and you have to step back and think is the decision I'm making here is it useful you know, I, I, I think like this is a really weird example. I used to get really annoyed and frustrated with speaking to people on call, in call centers. And I was always rude. I'm not a rude person, but I just get so annoyed by the time you spoke, wait, it's 38 minutes. And it wasn't until my message, Jennifer, she said, um, uh, she used to work in a call center. And she's like, people don't like it. Like when you do that and you're not actually getting anywhere. And I'm like, oh God, yeah, what? I, I, I literally, I'd, I'd finished the call. I'd been on a call for 40 minutes. I've been angry for 40 minutes. You know, this poor person I was spoken to, I've not, not sworn at having anything, but I've just, I've been rude. You know, I've been completely unnecessary. They don't control the policy, you know, and, and, and that, that transgresses to what we've just said about what's happened with the government and the curfew. You know, it is what it is, you know, and, you know, the, the police, bless them, they, they have a difficult job where some people don't agree with it and they're, they're running into confrontation from some businesses about finishing on time. But you know they don't set the law. I'm sure a lot of those the, the, the police officers, if they were asked, they wouldn't agree with it. But at the end of the day, they, they, that's what it is. What it is, you know. And you just got to look at the, the most positive way to manage it. The hand we've all been down. We just got to play the cards with yeah. what it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what, what, when did the the movers and shakers start? Is that was that one of the ones you started in during COVID, or was that been around for what? Uh, Moves and Shakers has been around for about three, three, four years ago. Oh, about, okay. about so um, that first started, um, Christ, we were asked by someone if we could do some drinks at a wedding, and then that 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 um, that grew um, because the wedding venue we worked with for that first event was called Berkeley Castle, and they liked what we did. Uh, we liked the what, what we were able to offer, and so we were obviously a smaller business. We wanted to try and dis differentiate ourselves from other events companies uh, and so we started to focus on businesses that um were in the Cotswolds it were really beautiful prestigious venues um but tended to use a lot of agency staff for wedding events now these were opulent venues that it's quite expensive places to get married uh, and the, the customers had discerning needs in terms of the, the types of cocktails they wanted um the menus that they wanted access to the products they wanted and they weren't able to facilitate this. So we started working with a lot of these, these venues to provide the tools to, to do it. So we, we would have a slot. Um, you know, we wouldn't do the drinks for the whole night, but we'd make, maybe do welcome drinks uh, and maybe um, a 200 person wedding would have two, two cocktails each. We would take care of that. 
um, and then the rest of the night would be facilitated by their, their bar. Now, no disrespect to, to agency staff. You know, some of these these people who work there, they're coming in. They want they want to earn money, but maybe they haven't had years of experience behind a bar that maybe I have or some of the team has. So expecting them to come in and, you know, being given half an hour before they start to be shown where stuff is, how to use the till, maybe pour a pint, but then to expect them to make good quality mojitos or other cocktails have knowledge about which whiskey goes with that cheese and things like that um you know it wasn't it wasn't something they could do so that started us off quite well and then um we then grew and we started getting asked to do the whole wedding uh, and we started collaborating with some really really excellent uh, events companies napier catering for instance they're an amazing caterers that we work closely with we partner with um Cotswold Chic is another uh, um, caterers that we work with closely and actually helping us with the event that we've got this coming Saturday and Sunday under the prom. Um, County Marquis, phenomenal, what great team, really good people. And, and we're quite proud to work with these different businesses. Uh, and a lot of them, again, similar to what I've experienced with Turf, have been in the game a lot longer, you know, have some serious contacts, know what they're doing, so organized and systemized. And it's, helped, it's made us improve what we do. Because you know, I've been the first one we worked together with County Marquis. Um, she, she, the the owner, she was, uh, she's like, so I've done the schedule. Uh, this is happening at this time, that time. When are you coming? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Whenever it should no, no. <laughs> you got to be there at this time because if you bring the bar after them, then you can't, won't be able to get it in, and then it's going to be difficult for us. You know, it was, it was so many more things to consider. But yeah, moves and shakers been for about four years, but. Yeah, so something Jennifer and I, my, my, my partner, started during lockdown was a, a business called Cash for Clutter. Uh, and right. I've seen you. Yeah. yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she, um, uh, she, she, you know, Jennifer, bless her, she was um, furloughed quite quickly into uh, lockdown. It did stress her out. And, and, you know, she was a bit down about it. And, um, you know, we talked about what we could do because she'd been promised quite a large pay rise. Obviously, that went. And then from having expecting a substantial pay rise to then having 20% less than you usually earning and not knowing where she would be with her job was awful. So we looked at, I said, look, let's, let's work on what, how we can make that money back. And so we started looking at um, what we had in the house that we could sell on eBay. So she started selling stuff that Christ I had pairs of trainers I'd never worn and she had clothes and all sorts of stuff, you know, stuff that you just, oh yeah, or, you know, I might wear it, but you don't, you're not going to wear it. If you haven't worn it in the last six months. Yeah. You're not yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah. Exactly. And so she, she, she started selling it. And within a couple of weeks, she made a grand, grand and a half. It was, you know, it's incredible. Yeah. So we were, I said to her, look, let's look at what we could do now with this. And she, I said, have you looked, noticed any trends? She's like, yeah, size 16 and up sells really quickly. Certain brands sell really quickly. So she started making contact with uh, Boohoo and Pretty Little Thing because she read, uh, I think it was either on um, Instagram or in a magazine she had, that they're not allowed to resell what you, you return. And most people, particularly women, no disrespect to women, will get five or six different uh, sizes and only keep one of the items because they can do free returns because it's been returned you're not allowed to resell that or they aren't so we what they were not allowed to do is but a wholesaler can buy it from them in bulk so jennifer she'd set up a relationship with boohoo pretty little thing these suppliers of these type of brands where she was buying 50 or 100 kilos at a time of return items at 20 pence the pound or so 
um, getting in, spending ages. You know, she's in in our in our dining room. I say dining room. We've got we've got a small two up two down. But so in, in the room that we have as a dining room, she's created this like area where we should, we've got a couple of mannequins, different lighting. She'd upgraded her phone to take pick different pictures, um, and she um, she she's basically been selling all these items that she had purchased from these hot these hot uh, these suppliers that, that couldn't sell on the product and it's incredible we've reinvested a lot of the money we've uh paid for some some courses in forex some more property training um i've paid for a master uh, my level three wse court course for wine um we've put some money into gold um we've invested in some other bits and bobs and now we're saving up a pot from that uh, and it's incredible like anyone could do this and i, I was reading a statistic on ebay that every household is about four thousand pounds worth of stuff so we started this at the start of April and we've turned over nearly 16,000 pounds since then, you know, and, wow. you know what I mean? And, and, and what, you yeah. know, the thing is like, she, she said, she's like kept her, uh, her mind occupied. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We also built up a pot of uh, money that we, we then put away aside in savings. And what our goal is with that now is by end of March next year, we want to have a pot that is substantial enough to buy to use as a deposit to buy a property in what the company we have together because we've got in our particular so i've got 20 buy to lets in uh, in total but in our company together we've got four but I, th- I was like wouldn't it be an amazing thing you know because what people are always well i can't start property because i haven't got capital and they're not confident about maybe using an investor but wouldn't it be amazing if everyone could do that same thing you know sell stuff that they don't have and i guarantee you so many people i have so many people will have things that that will sell and you'll be so surprised what sells because everything sells there are you know i think it's like nearly nearly a billion uh, ebay users across the world someone somewhere is going to like what you've got you know whether it's uh, t-rex miniatures or uh shoelaces or i don't know edible straws you know someone out there will want what you've got um, and I just think it'd be quite, it'd be an amazing thing and an achievement for us if we can have that pot and buy a property with that money that we've, she, well, she, she's, she's the driving force behind it. I'm just the, I'm the monkey that does the, the, the replies and puts all the parcels together and takes them. She, she's the, the clever one who does all the listings and the really cool photos. Well, I've seen some of the photos, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> What, what's it's been, going on here? It's like bags yeah. and bags. Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. I, I, do you think you would have, um, you guys would have done that? Had there, had there not been that situation with lockdown? It, it seems like it's been a bit of a, a blessing in that respect. I think so. I think, um, I think we definitely got closer as a, as a couple in the, this yeah. time. I think for some people, some couples, it, it, it wasn't, it hasn't been a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, like all couples, you know, we, we have our, our moments. We're quite a combustible pair. Um, you know, but, um, I think no, we wouldn't have done it. It would have just sat up there and festered and we wouldn't have done anything with it. Um, but we have done something with it. And I think it's a positive thing. And I think for her as well, as I say, it wasn't just the money, but you know, she would, she would spend 30 hours at least a week doing all the photos, putting everything, creating a system to box everything up. And, um, you know, she had she got spreadsheets upon spreadsheets of where all the data is now. And she knows what she bought stuff for and then sold it for. And then what we've changed to now is um, helping people who have things in their house that will sell, you know, maybe not confident enough to do it, or maybe they just don't want to do it. Uh, and we, we take the stuff from people, uh, we sell it for them. 
and then we split the return between us and that's worked really well we've got i think 28 clients that we do that for um we gotta talk then <laughs> we, we can definitely we start to get to a stage where our, our, our loft is a bit too full but uh, <laughs> uh just I would just encourage encourage us to try and sell more more quickly. You know, it's just um, well, it's we can talk twice then because I might have some space, but that's another story. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really inspired. Actually, it's remind me, I caught, um, I've been encouraged to go on TikTok, Phil. Um, oh. uh, I've never used it. Eh? I've never used TikTok. Well, we'll talk after. Okay. Um, and I caught something on there the other day. And this this lady got an Instagram account, but she's basically trading from you know like a hairpin yep so she's trying to get a house out of out of a hairpin wow trading stuff in and she's already uh she, she's i think in a few days she got to an xbox a couple of laptops just from trading and something um i was like oh my god that's amazing so it'll be interested to see what what happens with that There's loads of them in followers on this this thing but um that's yeah, so impressive that. <laughs> that's so impressive yeah just yeah. think what you can do you know and, and as i say we, we we were very worried um and you know there's still worry about what's happening with hospitality industry and the businesses yeah. that i have you know not all the businesses that i have uh are pots of money that we have access to to two businesses that i have the, the money my percentage in those businesses goes to causes that i i'm i care about and i don't intend to change that you know so yeah. that 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 isn't going to change. So I've had to just focus on different ways of making things work for us. But that for me, is really cool. And it's really cool seeing her uh, do it. Um, and sometimes I get told off because I don't reply as quickly as I should do to some people. <laughs> and and uh, I don't get the, the parcels done quickly enough in the morning. But that aside, she, she's been, you know, incredible with it. Um, and, um, you know, I think, it's, I think it's really cool. I think it's made her more independent having that, that, mindset of things it's made this time she hasn't she hasn't wasted the time now whatever people choose to do with the time is their is their choice you know in our in, our, in lockdown you know we were, we were doing stuff to the house she spent a lot of time learning how to um to, to further her understanding of property and um, obviously didn't done all this stuff with ebay um she's been working hard to, to find us new investors um and you know now we've, we're working on foreign exchange trading of course as well so you know she 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 hasn't wasted that time you know and I think um, you know as I say everyone's entitled to do what they want to do with it but I think she's used that time really constructively and I think if you do use, do it constructively I remember when I was at uni Christ I, like two of my very good friends Terry and Alex uh, Terry Lee and Alex Lund, they're both super successful guys that you know we're very fortunate we've all you know things have gone our way in life but if you'd met us at uni we were disasters you know we were constantly playing computer games for hours on end. Um, you know, or, you know, always on the piss, um, uh, not really holding down jobs that well. I feel for those poor employers that we used to, you know, not really respect enough. And not, not because we wouldn't be nasty people, but just we're more like kids than adults when we were, we, we were students. And I just think how much time I spent playing computer games and things like that. And it's funny, when lockdown came, Jen, Jennifer, uh, she's like, oh, should we get a, a PlayStation? I was like, yeah, Christ, yeah, we'll get it. We've got a few games. I kid you not, we played it maybe one or two days. We maybe played a couple of hours. Yeah, it's collecting dust since, and it's definitely going to be one of the next things that we sell on yeah. you know, eBay. But you know, we're just like, I don't, I don't have the same, I'd much prefer to do something that's constructive 
or learn, you know, or read or do something. Like that. You know, don't get me wrong. I like my downtime. I like watching Netflix. I like watching yeah. movies and series and things like that. But I do like. I find I'm less stressed. I find I'm more positive. I'm and I can reframe and think about things if I'm doing something constructive. If I if I like as I say when we 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 had that, that couple of days where we were doing uh, Crash Bandicoot of all games, and literally we played it. I'm like, oh, I kind of feel a bit guilty. I've been playing that. <laughs> and I was like, you know, what I mean? and then day, like, if if I complete that game, like, uh, I don't really know what I'm achieving by doing that. As as fun as it was, yeah. I've got no intention of really doing that. It's funny, isn't it? Your your my, your priorities change over time, don't they? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's different when you're younger, anyway. So yeah. Um, and I guess as life changes as well, the things that our minds are focused on. But I'm saying I I have to uh, I'm, if I'm walking into the studio I I've generally got like an audio book on or a yeah. podcast I, I just I need that information going in otherwise if I don't then I I, I know it I'll start going it's almost like I'm going backwards really yeah 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 so, yeah I'm filling yourself with po- the positive things like that really really helps yeah um, you know I, I set myself a goal of reading a book a week last year um and I, I did get 52 books done uh I, the first six months i think there's only 14 i did so that i left quite a lot to do but now you know with audiobooks or a book i like to always be consuming something or yeah. other that i get value from um and i just, it just i think it just changes my way of thinking it makes me think more positively uh especially like inspirational people you know like i recently read warren buffett's uh the snowball um, oh, okay. and what an incredible investor and person he is. And, and uh, you know, people like that, he's, he's, I think he's in his 90s now and he still works five, five days a week, but not yeah. like a normal one to five. He's, he's up early at the crack of dawn and doing what he does. And I don't know, I just, I just think if I can, I feel a better person when I've got something to focus on. Yeah. I feel better in myself. I feel more confident. I feel more, I've got more purpose when I'm doing things like that, you know? And it has a knock-on effect to everyone, you know, as, as a business owner, anyway, you know, there's, there's people not relying on you, but you, you're, we're responsible for people uh, hmm. work for us, really. So it has a knock-on effect. And, I agree. Yeah, I think um, anyone, even if it's just part-time, they, they want to see some, we want to see growth. And I think people want to be, I'd be so proud to be working for you next weekend under the prom. With, just, with, with me, if you're with working you, with, with me. With you, yeah, with you. I, yeah, to... It just sounds like what I I didn't disrespectfully. I just always, I've always felt I, I worked at one place, um, one of my first ever jobs um, before I had my first proper job, and I, and the guy was always, you work for me, uh, and he was always he was quite belittling. He was he wasn't a, a nice chap, and I don't mean that that you would use that in that same way, but I always prefer to say work with. I think you know, I think it's a, a much more positive way of, you know, I think when the yeah, I think when people can, I, I'm really privileged with my team because it, it, it I, I said to them recently, it's not mine anymore. And I, I, maybe, I, you know, that was my mindset. I don't know, but it, it's theirs as much as mine. And yeah. we had a few disasters. We had, you know, we had a, le- a roof leak and a flipping pipe, pipe. Oh, it was my flight. <laughs> we had a pipe burst as well. Um, wow. And they, I didn't even have to ask. And, you know, they were there it just, just but not just that it's it's, it's everything um so it, it's almost they, they treat as much their own i think it, it's not it's not easy to get 
that in a team, but um, I got a great book for you. It's called The Ice Cream Maker. Okay. I, I can't remember the author, but it's, it is all about, yeah, right. yeah, The Ice Cream Maker. I think it's um, great for hospitality anyway. Okay. Writing it down. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll find the author after and I'll send it over. But, um, Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's, it's, yeah. it's about an ice cream making factory and how they're not doing so great. And then um, guy meets with a consultant, whatever, and, and gives them some advice. And it's how the whole team then comes together. And they're trying to get in, you know, this Saudi's higher end ice cream. Um, it's done, I think it's done fictional, but very, very, very good. And it just, wow, oh, that's just so thinking from the client's pipe. Yeah. also from the you know the people that work their point of view so, yeah absolutely yeah. but that's a really nice way to, to to think about it is it a true story as well i don't think so it, it's okay. kind of written like that but um okay. um anyway it, it, it's a good book it's a, a great, yeah. you'll probably read that in a day yeah is, is it got that time like that like, same type of feel that say maybe um i'm trying to think i've got a couple of books here uh it, it, it sounds like it's got that like the alchemist type feel you know where it's like a it's a story but it wants to lead you towards thinking in a different way yes yes yeah that's brilliant that's, i'll have to put that on my list so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right that's it oh my god it's been nearly an hour thank you so much for coming on um just to finish up tell us remind me a little bit more about what's happening next saturday so it's daytime because I've seen the posters, like, wow, who does your posters? I want that person. <laughs> They're amazing. So it's a little bit of Alice in Wonderland. Well, the, the, the poster, the, the art graphics have been created on business partner, Ross. He's yeah. incredibly talented with uh, all the graphics that we do with uh, the bar, the club, movers and shakers. Uh, we're very fortunate that he, we, he, we have him to, to create these things. You know, the, the idea behind it, we all got together and then we, we kind of storyboarded what we were going to do, met with the caterer, but then he went with that idea. And um, what we're doing um, is a an afternoon tea inspired event. Um, we've got a fantastic caterer called Cotswold Chic who've created some really unusual food items. Um, you know, under the Promise Nightclub, it's not a restaurant. So we've factored in that it needs to be, you know, finger food. Um, we've got a variety of different finger foods and it, it, it's created uh, and the way that the food is presented is, is really cl clever and creative. Um, what we've also factored in is, you know, a lot of the people that are booked are women uh, and, you know, they don't want it to be messy. They don't, want, you know, they want to have to keep washing their hands. So we factored that in with our food choices. Um, we've worked on some really cool cocktails um, that are included. Um, so our package is £30 for, for, per, per person. With that it is your food, um, a welcome um cocktail for the group so it's like a, a group cocktail and then there is a cocktail menu that has a number of different call options that are themed around um the afternoon tea theme so one of them being a jam sour now, i can't give away too much information. Oh, okay fair one fair <laughs> i'm telling you know but um i, I don't want to spoil about what we what we put together to make that call um but yeah, so the, that's included. The food's included. The drinks included. We've got a really relaxed vibe. Um, you know, background, cool background music that is within government red, red, uh, uh, guidelines, of course. Yeah. Um, the team are really excited about you know doing doing that. We've got some more training with them on Tuesday to go over um, how we're going to deliver that. You know, it isn't what we're used to doing. So we're going to you know it it will be testing, I'm sure. But I think the key for us, what I looked at with 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 
what people are offering. And I think bottomless brunches and things like that are fantastic. But what I've found with some venues that I've gone to, um, that you often go there and you're, you don't know what's happening. Uh, you don't know where you're getting your first drink from or where the food's coming from. So the way that this is set up is when, when people arrive, their first drink and the food is already ready there. Uh, you know, and, and that, that for me is a big thing. Uh, I think that, that that service sometimes with bottomless brunches, I almost get the feeling sometimes, particularly vet the chain venues, and I'm not going to name the chains, but I feel that they want you to come for a bottomless, but then they don't want you to drink like a bottomless. Yeah. And, and, and it'll always be like this, malaise between when you're served you know and i'm like we finished that bottle you know i'm not i'm not a reprobate with my drinking you know well sometimes but i'm not like a complete mentalist and i'm just like well why 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 advertise it as, as that if you're not prepared to provide it as x you know now this this event isn't isn't bottomless but it's all themed around um the, as a tea party yeah. So yeah, we're excited about it. it, it the venue is, is is differently propositioned to normal. We're excited to have people come in. The food is is fantastic. Um, I'm very confident about what we're going to be doing with these drinks and cocktails as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for people to come and see what we what, we, what we're trying to do. I'm I'm confident it's going to be a success. So, you know, oh, yeah, I'm just hearing about it. I, I remember when you posted about it. I thought, that sounds bloody amazing. That does. I thought. <laughs> um, so no, it's, it sounds amazing. I. I wish you all the best with it. And I Thank know it's great, yeah. I think it's a theme you could probably sell on to other um, venues and stuff, so. Um, yeah, Patent pending, Matt, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, uh, well, yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah, the intention is to, you know, to get, get some of you, you guys from the bid to come and have a table on me or so and just you know, get your feedback, you know, get people who, within the industry to, to, to give them the feedback on how they think we're delivering what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think... Um, but even stateside, I'm sure they would buy up for that. So yeah, well, watch this space. There'll be plenty of photos after the weekend. Um, yes. uh, yeah. I'm sure lots of positivity about what we've done. Um, yeah, we're really excited about delivering something different. And as I say, it, it's been, you know, yes, it, it would have been really nice to have continued doing what we're doing at these private parties because that's what we know how to do. Yeah. But we we weren't allowed to do that. We've had to change. It has been an incredible amount of work to get to the stage we are now. I'm only hoping that tomorrow the these these changes that have been promised by Boris don't mean that we can't go ahead with it. But anyway, if we do, then we'll just go back to the drawing board again. But I think even if that does happen, I think it is something actually we will add to our business model, whereas before we would only be open from 10 to 6 in the morning. Now we're going to have other things going on. The business will become multifunctional. So hopefully in the long term, yes, we'll suffer short on the short term, but long term, hopefully our business will be stronger than before. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So, indeed, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's yeah, so positive for the, for the future, definitely. And there's again, it's just finding what's um, is finding those positives. So, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Listen, I'll speak to you in just a, a set. But thank you so much for coming on. Nice so, one, Matt. Pleasure, mate. I've learned loads. <laughs> I've probably gone on for ages. <laughs> I'll try not to hold you up too much in a bit. Um, no, no. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for watching. If you've got any questions, um, drop a comment below, and um, Philip can you know get back to you. But get along to the under the prom. That just sounds amazing. Oh, how many spaces you got left? Uh, for Saturday, we've got about thirty-five spaces left. Sunday, we've got a few more, um, but but I anticipate we'll probably be fully booked by Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, getting there quick. <laughs> thank right. you, thank you. everyone i'll see you next week thank you peace love bye-bye i'll speak just thank you